0: Ball State University is a destination for arts and culture in East Central Indiana. Our pursuit of creativity extends beyond the performances and work of our faculty and our students to the partnerships we maintain with area arts organizations, including the Muncie Civic Theater. As our campus and our city thrive, we remain committed to supporting the arts both on our campus and in our community. I'm Ball State President Jeff Mearns, and this is Cardinal Compass, Campus and Community Conversations.
1: From the campus of Ball State University on Ball State PBS and Indiana Public Radio, this is Cardinal Compass, Campus and Community Conversations.
0: At Ball State University, we welcome you as a learning partner from day one. Our students bring creativity and determination to each aspect of the learning experience, from the classroom to the community. At Ball State, we help students turn an emerging passion into an enduring purpose. Our beautiful campus, welcoming environment, immersive learning, and collaborative culture provide the ideal place for you to pursue your journey to a fulfilling career and a meaningful life. We fly. Are you ready to fly?
2: Hello, and welcome to Cardinal Compass. I'm Madeline Kerr. And I'm Rebecca Rosado. One goal at Ball State is to better the surrounding community. One way they're doing this is through the Muncie Civic Theater. Anna Chalker gives us an inside look.
3: As the summer sun sets and the concert lineup ends. I try and attend all of them, whether it be the America's Hometown Band or any Ball State productions outside, any of them. The art scene in Muncie can still be seen on almost every corner, attractions that draw people from all around together. Oh, I love the
4: art scene. Yeah, I'm from Chicago. I love the art scene.
3: Creating a sense of community for the ones who call Muncie home.
1: The program here really uh, sparked the love of theater and performing in me, and I just kind of followed where it led.
3: And for the ones like Elizabeth Bell, Muncie Civic Theater is helping her get her big break. I really
5: always just love, try to find ways of acting. I've never been in a real show, um, so finding that I was like, I love Hunchback Notre Dame because I lived on the Disney film
3: and when I saw their casting I just had to. Bell and Clevenger are just some of the many Ball State students who work in productions on and off campus. They use what they learn in the classroom to collaborate with the Muncie Civic crew.
1: They love to work with students and they love the new ideas and fresh perspectives that we're able to bring in and uh, they have great background themselves so it's very cohesive
3: and muncie civic is not the only place where ideas flow colors become brighter and the music starts to play
1: 10 15 years ago it wasn't as diverse and creative as uh, a community as it is now and having lived here my whole life it's really touching to me to see what it has become
3: anna chalker cardinal compass
6: Joining us now is the executive director from Muncie Civic Theater, Laura Williamson. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Um, To begin, we just want to know a little bit about what is Muncie Civic Theater and how does it interact with the community?
4: Muncie Civic Theater has been around since 1931. So we are starting our 91st season. So it's an incredibly rich history. Um, William H. Ball, who was the second generation Ball Family started the theater. He was the first president for the first ten years and we've been in our building now um, Which was the oldest city block in Muncie uh, the Boyce block and that was built in 1880 So there's kind of two stories. There's the the story of the history of of Muncie Civic Theater and then the story of the building that we're currently in which is um, The home of a renovated vaudeville theater. So we've been in this space since 1961 And we have a a really rich heritage with Ball State and with professors that worked in the theater department that were a part of the group of people that helped restore that theater. And we uh, just finished a large renovations a few years ago to restore the whole city block.
6: So can you tell us a little bit about what exactly Muncie Civic Theater does? Sure.
4: Our mission is to enrich East Central Indiana through performance, education, and outreach. Um, Our mission specifically is to be the theater for the whole community.
2: And how important are the arts to Muncie community?
4: We feel that they are very, very important, that the arts reflect who a community is, what their interests are, what their values are. Specifically, it is our hope that we will draw people to Muncie to to live in this community, to to work at the hospital, the university, um, any of the numerous businesses that are moving to Muncie and not commute in from other cities but to have a quality of life that is worth raising a family here or making a life.
2: And what kind of shows are you up to currently?
4: We just closed Beauty and the Beast, where um, one of Ball State students was, was the lead. Um, and we are in rehearsals right now for the Hunchback of Notre Dame. And then we have auditions later this month for Christmas Story. Now,
6: transitioning a little bit, mm-hmm. do you partner with any other community organizations? And if so, how can you tell us about that relationship?
4: We partner with many organizations hillcroft community services which is um a helps the disability community we have a a very strong love for that community we have a a program called barrier free theater that is run by Trisina marie she's a drama therapist and she also teaches a class at ball state in drama therapy Um, this is a beautiful program that highlights people's special abilities. So a marginalized portion of the community that may not ever be center stage. Um, and over a course of nine months, they write their own show and then they have a whole performance in May. And so when we renovated the building, it's with accessibility and they can walk straight up on stage and not have to worry about stairs, there's an elevator. So trying to, trying to find ways to break down all barriers. But besides uh, Hillcroft, also Muncie Outreach, Cornerstone Center for the Arts, Muncie Libraries, um, the Muncie Community Schools. We have a lovely relationship with Ball State University, with the theater department, and theater education specifically, um, hiring those students to come in and uh, step alongside us in directing shows and getting to know our kids.
6: And maybe, President
4: Martins, you can speak on this, but
6: Laura just mentioned
4: about the partnership of Muncie
6: Community Schools and Ball State. Can you tell us a little bit about that as well?
0: Well, as Laura said so well, that we have opportunities to partner in many respects. That is, some of our faculty either Mm -hmm. perform in the shows or help direct them, and some of our students perform in the shows, and some of our students also help with preparing uh, the younger children in some of your performances. So it really aligns with our arts programs as well as our educational programs, and Mm -hmm. as Laura said, it's about enriching the lives of the people who live here in muncie and enticing people to come to muncie we know that that jobs are important housing important Mm -hmm. schools are important but we also know arts education recreational opportunities Mm -hmm. are what creates the quality of life that people truly value and muncie civic does a great job Mm -hmm. of of demonstrating the quality of life that people can have here in muncie
2: So I think both of you can speak to this next question about how this involves Ball State and the Muncie community. Um, But the arts provide an opportunity to tell diverse stories Mm -hmm. and shed a light on those without a voice. So what steps has Muncie Civic Theater and Ball State in partnership with Muncie Civic Theater taken to improve diversity, equity, and inclusion?
4: Well, Ball State has been a tremendous example to that. And so it's really nice to have leadership in our community, which we're very grateful for, that, that we can look to and say, okay, this is, a, this is a good idea, this is a good example, and we can follow suit, which is, which is really lovely. Um, uh, this past summer, we did Shrek the Musical, and we were very, very happy that diversity in all ways, racially, the LGBTQ community, um, we had an actor that was visually impaired that we made a lot of accommodations for. And what's really fantastic is that these were the, extremely the right people for the parts, their, their talent, was amazing and it it was what we were looking for for such a long time to represent this much diversity. We added a weekend of shows because this is who we want to represent and we want to be the theater for the whole community. Um, The show that we're working on right now, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, a little bit of a different story where we've been looking for ways to make inroads into the deaf community. And so we very specifically for about a year, we're looking for a deaf actor that would portray Quasimodo. And we did find someone from outside of Muncie, but still, again, by bringing that person in, we hope to attract the community that we're trying to serve.
0: Right, and and arts, as we know, is not just about entertainment. Mm. Arts is about enlightenment. And so it's really important to bring different perspectives and different voices, because the only way each one of us can grow in our understanding and appreciation of the human experience is if we hear the voices and experiences of people who are not like ourselves.
2: Right. Um, And do you do any partnerships with Ball State organizations um, like Spectrum and our um, Black Student Union?
4: We would love to do more. And so the theater and the music departments and the dance departments have been where we have mostly had our inroads, but we are looking to expand. So those those are wonderful ideas.
6: And going off of that a little bit, how does Muncie Civic Theater open up their facilities to orga- other organizations if they do so?
4: Well, when we renovated our building, which was a three point five million dollar undertaking three three and four years ago, which was a big deal. We are a nonprofit. We have a very small staff, um, but we have such a rich legacy that we we knew that it was on us that we are the current torchbearers of this building and these programs. Um, So our new business model includes rental space. So we have, you know, we really turn on on the weekends and the evenings and, but in the daytime we have space. And so we do rent to, we rent to a church right now that uses some of the space for offices. And then for Sunday mornings, they use the theater space as well.
0: And we hope as when we complete the construction of our new outdoor amphitheater, we're hopeful that Muncie Civic will find a way mm. to bring some of their performances and their talent uh, to our campus as well. So it's very much a reciprocal
4: partnership.
6: And for our nice. last question, um, is there anything else you would like to add or anything else
4: you think we should know as a community? We are so grateful to Ball State, um, the talent that comes over. I like to say that, that um, at Muncie Civic Theater, we are a tremendous cross section of every age, every socioeconomic representation, and Ball State contributes to that in a a really lovely way. Um, So many of students over the years have babysat my my children. Um, They're friends, we're still friends. Um, It it becomes a lovely interaction. Well, Laura, oh,
0: I'm What I was just gonna say, and I would encourage all of the students, as well as everyone who's listening, to come uh, at, to, to go to the performances at Muncie Civic. It's, it's a part of the community that sometimes our students don't reach out to.
6: Thank you so much, and thank you,
2: Laura. As we know, the arts play an important role across our community. They are also a big focus here at Ball State. Kate Lynch explores the arts around campus.
5: When you say fine arts, many people think of music and theater. But there is so much more to fine arts than meets the eye. From classrooms to the outdoors, Boston University has an open door for those who enjoy the fine arts. One student appreciates the open door to the Glick Center for Glass. Working studio, they have the glass blowing studio, they have kilns and all that kind of stuff, um, which I know a lot of colleges don't. But I really enjoy it, and I think it's really great. For almost twelve years, the Glick Center for Glass has been creating beautiful artwork for people on and off campus. So the glass program began with um, Marilyn
4: Glick and the Glick family. It started as a gift to Ball State University in 2010, I believe that was the first year of the program. And it's been a great um, growth of the School of Art and also with the community
5: of Muncie. Glassblowing isn't the only way to show off creativity in the fine arts. The Ball State University Marching Band shows its creative skills as well as making friends along the way. It's a huge family, right? And. Um... I've made some of my best friends here. Obviously going into like college and everything, you're so nervous about like, am I going like to have people that I know or like get along with and honestly God, these are people that I'm going to know for the rest of my life. No matter what the outlet for the fine arts, students at Ball State and people in the community will find a way to express themselves creatively. Whether it be blowing or marching band, Ball State allows a little bit of everything for everyone. Ball State! Kate Lynch, Cardinal Compass.
2: Joining us now is Seth Beckman, Dean of the College of Fine Arts. Thank you so much for joining us, Seth. So for our first question, um, why are the arts such an important part of Ball State?
1: There's a really rich history here of supporting the arts in a variety of capacities for a variety of reasons. Certainly, beneficence is a symbol of that support. And, of course, the legacy of the Ball family has contributed immensely to what we do in why we do it at paul state i think one of the many things that is so special about our campus and this is attributed in part to the leadership of president mearns who talks all the time about how we're preparing students to have fulfilling careers and meaningful lives both and the arts are a great uh, mechanism for doing that
2: um and because we just talked to laura about muncie civic theater can you talk about and President Mearns, you can speak to this sure. too. You know, we'll speak about Ball State's involvement in community arts programs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, in the College of Fine Arts, we've got in our college the David Owsley Museum of Art, the School of Art, the School of Music, and the Department of Theater and Dance, and all. Four of the units within the college are very active in not only Muncie, but Delaware County, East Central Indiana and beyond. Um, We are very active in partnership with Muncie Civic Theater, um, with the Muncie Arts and Culture Council and their activities with Ply Space, uh, with Muncie Community Schools, with East Central Indiana and the Youth Symphony Orchestras. Lots and lots of engagement. We really partner um, by bringing people on campus and being in the community as well. It's not a one-sided That's partnership.
0: Right. I think the dean is right. It's a very much of a reciprocal relationship. And so in addition to bringing schoolchildren and other people to campuses for our performances, we also have the Brown Planetarium, which does a number of shows for school children and uh, all of us all across campus. So that notion of arts and culture is a reciprocal relationship. And by working together, it really truly does enrich the lives of all of us not just those of us on campus who have the good fortune to be here at Ball State, but the broader community all across East Central Indiana.
6: And transitioning a little bit, can you talk about the funding for the arts? For example, we mentioned the new performance spaces, and, and the village is going to be starting a new reconstruction here soon. Yes, so, if you can speak so that.
0: Uh, not far from where we're... Uh, <laughs> recording this program, we're completing the construction of the new Brown Family Outdoor Amphitheater. It will be another jewel in the crown of arts uh, here on Ball State to complement the Owlsview Museum and some of the other facilities that we have. I'm very hopeful that Laura will bring Muncie Civic to do performances uh, at the Outdoor Amphitheater uh, as soon as I think we probably will have to wait till spring. By the time the construction is completed, it might not be a great idea to launch performances there in January. Um, and then, and then, as you say, we have plans to build a new performing arts center in the village. Um, and we will need uh, philanthropy to make that project possible. Uh, of course, we'll have resources at the university and the design is being developed right now. Uh, but we're going to look to the patrons of the arts and those here in the community and those associated with the university to make those extraordinary philanthropic investments. And, The Dean can probably talk more specifically about what will be in that new center when it opens in just a few years.
6: Yes, I was just about to ask for you, um, Seth, can you tell us a little bit about what that is gonna be looking like once that space opens, kind of plans to move forward?
1: Sure, absolutely. So it's a great, uh, as it's being framed um, as a catalytic anchor for energy and enthusiasm and transformation, not only for certainly uh, East Central Indiana and Muncie, but for our campus and for, in particular, our areas of dance and theater. Um, So it'll have a main stage theater, it'll have a black box theater, which is, uh, if you're familiar with the black box concept, it's much more flexible, adaptive, and enabling us to do many, many kinds of projects and performances. And then there's also going to be what we need desperately, which are um, studio spaces for faculty. We also need design and technology spaces. We need the technology spaces for the costume shop, all of the things that go into a production, as we say, behind house and front of house, both. Yeah. It's and gonna as be Laura
0: spoke so well about, sorry, Dean, as Laura spoke so well when they did the renovation at Muncie Civic to make sure that the theater is accessible for patrons and performers. And so this new space will be certainly more accessible in that regard. And we're hopeful, again, that Muncie Civic and other organizations, when our students aren't performing there, that others in the community will see it as a resource to, to host their performances as well.
2: And with this new amphitheater space and your potential for partnerships with the Muncie Civic Theater, it's so close to our, our new multicultural center on campus. So are there any plans for partnership?
0: Yeah, so the Multicultural Center will have an extraordinary view of that new performance venue, and uh, and so the, I'd imagine that there will be opportunities to use both the students who participate in programs there as well as other uh, diverse audiences and performers, and maybe the dean, you can expand upon
1: that those opportunities. Yeah, so diversity, equity, inclusion, social justice, and belonging are all key components of what we do in the arts, in particular in the College of Fine Arts, and so having those two Uh, so close together in proximity is a literal manifestation of our values, right? And so we'll look forward to partnering with Vice President Royer Engel as we look at what we can do with student affairs, with student organizations that can also participate and utilize the Brown Family Amphitheater in conjunction with the Multicultural Center. So much of what we do in the arts is about community and bringing people together in community, and so they're both perfect examples of how we can come together to make that happen.
0: And we envision that performance venue not just for formal performances, but would imagine our students will be able to use that for informal activities or their own activities.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, And what steps is the College of Fine Arts taking to admit more students of diverse backgrounds?
1: Yeah, so we're really proud at this time where we have more than 25% of our students come from diverse backgrounds in the College of Fine Arts. We know that that's only a starting point and we want and will do better. Um, We started two years ago a diversity advocacy program which works at making sure as we do hires for our faculty and our staff that we have an individual on every single search committee whose primary focus is to make sure we're paying attention to what we're doing to recruit diverse applicants for these positions because we know that students want and need to be able to see people and to experience faculty and staff who are like them, right? And so that's one example. Um, In our theater and dance program, they have an extraordinary alumni ambassador program that we have started, which is essential for that group to bring in um, persons of color and uh, from other diverse backgrounds to recruit new students as well so that they can talk about the experiences they had and their times as students here in helping us partner in recruiting the students of the future.
6: And in one word, can you just describe how excited or anything you have to say about the arts in general?
1: One word is inspiring. I mean, I I think that for me that really encapsulates it. I'm so grateful for our community and that includes all the support we have.
6: Thank you so much, Seth. And that's all we have time for today and for this part of the discussion. President Murns, we want to go ahead and give
2: you the final minute for your reflection on today's conversation.
0: Well, first of all, Rebecca and Madeline, thank you for giving us the opportunity to showcase what we're doing on campus here at Ball State and what we're doing in the community when it comes to arts and culture. As you've heard, uh, we have wonderful facilities. We have outstanding talent on our campus. We have outstanding talent out in the community. And by working together, we are gonna continue to enrich the lives of the people on our campus and our friends and neighbors all across East Central Indiana. So it proves once again that these partnerships, when when we partner and pool our resources together, we certainly make the community better by working together, so thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much, President Mearns. Thank you so much, Seth and Laura. I'm Madeline Kerr. And I'm Rebecca Rosado. Also, thank you to our guest once again.
6: Thank you for being on with us and be sure to join us next time for Cardinal Compass, Campus and Community Conversation.
5: At Ball State University, our promise is simple, to empower the success of our students. Our students benefit from immersive learning, innovative academic programs, and state-of-the-art facilities. Ball State offers a distinctive, yet affordable educational experience, and the ideal environment to prepare for a fulfilling career and a meaningful life. We inspire Cardinals to transform their communities, to revolutionize their industries, and to make a difference. We fly. Are you ready to fly?
3: Cardinal Compass was produced at Ball State University by students of the College of Communication, Information, and Media at the studios of University Media Services. Cardinal Compass was produced by Zach Jones. Audio engineering by Ann Schneider. Special thanks to Sean Ashcraft for production assistance, the Department of Media, University Media Services, Ball State Marketing and Communications, and the Digital Corps.